Ready? Welcome to Bite Size. Bible study. Welcome to Bite Size Studies. Bite Sized Bible Studies. Bite Sized Bible Studies. Perfect. Okay, go over there. Welcome to Bite Sized Bible Studies. I'm Luke Gradless, and this is one of our brief studies where we spend just a few minutes together in God's Word. Let it activate our minds, touch our hearts, and start to transform our souls. Uh, we're getting a double dose today because I missed one yesterday and this little guy's up. So might as well do some more studying in the Word. Uh, we're going to continue our journey through the book of Acts. And we're moving from uh, Acts chapter 16, verse 25. And we're going to jump right over to Acts chapter 16, verse 35. And so we've been looking at Paul and Silas on this missionary trip. We saw them... Um, heal this girl that was possessed by a spirit. This led to all kinds of trouble for them with the locals. We see this amazing uh, interaction with uh, them and their jailer where they show this selfless, sacrificial love for him. It leads to this wonderful opportunity for them to go ahead and share the gospel. And, and it leads to this whole family becoming believers. And then in 35 through 38, or through 40, we see some interesting things happen here where Paul shows us this ability to be both powerful and to be loving all within a very short period of time. And so in Acts chapter 16, verse 35, here's what we see happen. It says, And when it was day, the magistrates sent the officers, saying, Let those men go. And so the keeper of the prisoners reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore depart and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us openly, uncondemned, Romans and have thrown us into prison. And now, do they put us out secretly? No, indeed. Let them come themselves and get us out. And the officers told those words to the magistrates, and they were afraid that when they heard that they were Romans, then they came and pleaded with them and brought them out and asked them to depart from the city. And so they went out of the prison and entered the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they encouraged them and departed. And so the interesting thing I want to pull out here is we talk a lot about having the spirit that God wants us to display. And in 2 Timothy 1.7, it talks about the spirit that God gives us. And it says, uh, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-discipline. And, and I think it's important for us as Christians to really look how that spirit displays itself in our lives. And that when we look at the, the way we live, there is evidence of power, of love, and of self-discipline. When you look at this passage, what I love about all of it together is you see how it comes together, right? In the previous passage in 25, we see this, this unbelievable love, right? We see Paul and Silas decide to sacrifice their own comfort, sacrifice potentially their own lives because they don't know how things are going to play out, to show love to a stranger, to, to really an enemy. And this leads to that man becoming open to the message of Jesus Christ and then becoming a believer himself. Now, what do we see right here on the next page? We see right here on the next page that right after that display of love, there's also this boldness in Paul and Silas. See, Paul and Silas have been ignorantly arrested and condemned. They didn't go to fair trial. They've been beaten without a trial. They were threatened death without a trial. And what the Roman courts had missed is that they were Roman citizens. This is illegal. You can't do this. And so what I love is they have this idea to put these men out quietly to try to avoid any kind of controversy. 
But what do you see from Paul? You see Paul stand up with a forcefulness. And he comes to them and says, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned Romans, and have thrown us into prison. And now do they put us out secretly? No, indeed. Let them come themselves and get us out. And so what I like about this, this, this small little passage is it's just a reminder that we can be unbelievably loving, but also bold. Th- those two things are not exclusive to each other. You can be loving and bold. You can have this compassion and this desire to help others, but you can also stand up for yourself. You can also stand up for what you believe in. You can also put out the good fight. And I think we've got to open our minds a little bit to the complexity that comes with being a disciple of Christ in that you may show different aspects of who you are at different times, and that's not a bad thing, right? You see Jesus at moments be the kindest, most compassionate individual, and you see at times him being the most powerful, rebellious, and in-your-face individual. There is a, there's a dynamic character to who he is. And we, as his followers, we too need to have this. Being a Christian is not just about being a nice guy or a nice gal. Right? There's moments where we are called to be unbelievably selfish, to be compassionate, and to always put others above ourselves. But sometimes, sometimes there needs to be a strength, a boldness and a power that says, no, Mm-mm. this is wrong. I'm going to dig my feet in and I'm going to stand for what's right. And you're not going to move me. And the reason I'm not going to move is not because of the power I have, but because of the power of the Spirit that is in me, the Spirit of God. And so I encourage you, Christians, try to be that dynamic disciple of Christ that shows all those aspects. Show the love, show the power, show the self-discipline, and let people see a reflection of God in all those different aspects of you. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. I hope God blesses you greatly. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying sane, and we will see you soon. Bye. Outro.